So that was Sea Lettuce. As found on SoundCloud, you can get the exact spelling in the description under this episode. I am in Fort Worth right now, outside, so you're probably going to hear lots of sounds. I don't know to what degree they'll pick up. There's a wedding happening somewhat nearby within my line of sight. I can see cars on the road, so, you know, if it's overbearing... Well, that's a bummer, but we're going to do this anyways. So go ahead and check out Sea Lettuce, my good friend Holly. Awesome voice. And that was also her on the guitar. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So thank you, Holly. Hope you all check her out. And of course, you'll get a chance to hear her again on the way out. So I actually really want to talk about the episode after this. And I hope that it delivers because the book is fantastic but this is a preliminary i'm going to be talking about goals and setting them properly which we pretty much already know but achieving them successfully is what i really want to focus on giving you that proper mindset to get you in that right mental space and then i will also talk about leadership these two things come up again and again because they're so important. I was telling this to somebody who I was giving a ride to. I drive for Uber. I think that's been mentioned many times before, but I was giving a ride to a passenger, and I want to say this again to you all, which is that I end up giving rides to some very interesting people. Some of them uh, are millionaires. And it is very interesting for me to have discussions with those people and to just see where they're at. They're giving me answers to questions that I don't ask outright and their demeanor and their body language and all the things that they do and don't do. There's so much to glean off of those interactions. And one thing that comes up so often relates to goals and leadership. So we're here again, talking about it again. This is somewhat of a preliminary episode going into the next one, which I'm so excited for. I think this one's going to be great as well. So let's get into it. The Den of Lions. So first of all, I want to start with goals. All right, here we go. Long-term perspective is the most accurate predictor of upward social and economic mobility. That comes from Eat That Frog. Fantastic book. The entire thing is entirely about strategies of how to move forward and accomplish what you want to accomplish. Like I said, I'm outside. Who knows what's going to happen? It's the chaos. (laughs) You probably hear that ambulance. You know, it's part of life. I wanted to do this in a different setting. Maybe it's a lesson learned after this one. Who knows? We continue forward. From Eat That Frog. Long-term perspective. 
is the most accurate predictor of upward social and economic mobility. Who doesn't want to move up in both of those realms? It's huge. We spend so much time and effort to make it seem like we're at a high level, right? People buy these nice clothes, nice cars, nice house to appear socially and economically superior. Keeping up with the Joneses, right? This relates to habit number two in the seven habits of highly effective people, which is begin with the end in mind. Know what you want at the end of something as you're starting it, before you start it, when you're setting yourself up to do something. Know exactly what it is that you're ultimately aiming for. And uh, it goes without saying why that's important. Why am I so adamant about you creating goals and doing these sorts of things? Well, like I've already said, the people I've come in contact with and the people that I've listened to over the internet who I've never met but I hold in high esteem all say the same thing. It's so important to have goals and to specifically write them out. (laughs) Crying baby. We knew this would happen. Babies love to cry, right? And if you didn't hear it, there's a crying baby. (laughs) So really, what's the benefit? Said plainly, planning creates confidence. That's it. When you do this, you're able to focus on these specific things. Maybe it's a step to get to this one specific thing. And what's law 23, 48 laws of power? Concentrate your forces. Focus begets power. If I, if I hit you as hard as I can with a broom, it's not going to hurt as much as if I hit you with the other end of the broom where it's pointed as a stick. That focus of impact creates more power. So when you focus on small things that you need to do uh, in order to achieve what you want to achieve, you're generating power just by focusing. You're more able to get those things done. They're done more effectively, quicker, all of this. Now, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Failing to plan is planning to fail. If you don't plan, look, things are going to be up in the air. You've had successes in your life when you haven't planned for it before, of course. But if you create a plan, you're more likely to succeed. Because planning is bringing the future into the present. What do think tanks do? They think about what the future could be like so they can prepare for it now. There's a reason those exist. Because having that strategy, having that plan, knowing what you're going to do moving forward puts you in a better position than somebody who has no idea what's going on. Going into the power of habit... Charles Duhigg, he talks about uh, ways to retain your willpower, and this has been mentioned in a previous episode, a way to retain your willpower when you're setting up a new habit is to plan beforehand how you're going to respond and how you're going to act before you get to that point. So if you say, okay, I'm going to quit smoking, you take some time and say to yourself, when I get that feeling of wanting to smoke and it sucks and I have that urge, what am I going to do? 
I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go do 50 (laughs) push-ups, which cheers to you. That's a lot. Uh, I'm going to go drink a glass of water, whatever it is. If you don't have a predetermined plan, then your willpower gets drained. And by the end of the day, you may have lost all that willpower. And when an urge comes about, you're like, ugh, I'm just going to take one cigarette. Like, I'm just going to smoke one. And you give in. But if you have that plan beforehand, you don't lose the willpower. You can sustain your objective. You can have that determination. Continue to go forward. Stick it through. Stick through it. (laughs) See it through. You know, all these things. So, if you don't plan, you're planning to fail. Now, sometimes you're going to fail. Let me say that again, a different way. Oftentimes, you're going to (laughs) fail. I've failed many times at the simplest of things and at the most complex of things. Here is a, I can't remember what it's called. An acronym, yeah, right? An acronym for fail. Here's something I came up with. Fail equals first attempts include losses. Your first attempts will include losses. That's fail. When you fail, look, that's a necessary part of the equation. You have to fail. Of course, you've heard of um, Benjamin Franklin, who is... uh, you know, the electricity dude, he said, I didn't fail a hundred times. I learned a hundred ways that creating electricity didn't work. (laughs) You know the quote, damn it. Uh, Times like these, I I forget the specifics. It happens so often when I try to quote somebody and it's not written down. Again, having a plan, having this whole thing written out helps me so much you know, get these episodes out at a higher quality. But you know the quote. Essentially, it's that, that perspective. And that's something I'll come up to in a moment. But you're going to fail. It's going to happen. Don't worry about it. You are a winner. <laughs> and it's all right to fail because it's part of the process. So you're saying to me, okay, I'm ready. This is the 17th episode. You've said it enough. Damn it. I'm ready to do it for myself. Uh, I'm ready to have some goals. Well, check this out. There's four D's that's going to move you forward. And that is desire, decision, determination, and discipline. The first secret in Think and Grow Rich is desire. Desire. We've talked about it before. If you're not up to date with the episodes, desire broken down is desire of the king. Your desire is a gift given to you by the King, the Most High. To have a desire propels you forward. And in a world where so many people are lazy and lacking and missing a purpose, having that desire is is huge because you have a direction given to you by the King. So desire is that first step. Second is to decide. Decide that you're going to do this thing. You're going to have this thing. You're going to move forward. And you will. If you really decide. Because when you do that, you put everything else to the side. And you choose, here's something I'm going to focus on. Which gives me power. I'm going to plan for it. And that's going to set me up for success. The third thing is determination. You have to be determined to move forward. You got to do that. You got to have determination. Because guess what? Your first attempts will include losses. 
and it's going to be tough, man. People are going to people are going to laugh and judge and you're going to laugh at yourself maybe. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So you got to be determined to keep moving forward. And lastly is discipline. You have to have the discipline to move forward. It's got to be an everyday thing, man. There are things you do every day without thinking about it, right? Eating every day, drinking every day. All these things, all these things happen every day. And so your goals have to be part of that too. Don't go to sleep until you've done three things that move the needle closer towards the life you want. For me, that's health, wealth, and communication. I'm doing stuff every day to move me forward. And at this point, I'm so happy I've done that. For the past four years, I'm so happy that I've done that. I'm so happy that I uh, missed opportunities or gave up the chance to be included in things because I wanted to focus on my goals. Man, in the beginning, I didn't know. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know if I'd make it, but... I feel at this point that I have. And it's been because I've stuck to it. I've played out the four D's and here we are. I'm telling you about it. I'm, uh, you know, espousing the benefits of following this through. So moving forward, we're about halfway done with this first section goals. Next, we're going to move on to leadership. Let me take a sip of my coffee. Mm. That's good. First coffee I've had in months. First coffee of the year. Here we go. Glad it's here with you. Next thing. Your motivation requires a motive. Again, you've got to have a desire. To be motivated, you need a motive. What is it? What's it going to be? I know what it is for me. It's wanting to be a father someday. It's wanting to have a family. It's wanting to provide for my kids. And my partner or partners, who knows, man? (laughs) I could go into that maybe in another episode, but yeah, wanting to provide and knowing that I need to do things now for myself to even set myself up to put myself in a position where I can begin to provide, but ultimately to provide for my kids and their mother. (laughs) So you need a motive to have a motivation. Boom. Key. It's all in the words. Look at the words. Look at the etymology. It's interesting. Kanye is so interested in words. Uh, he read the dictionary. I read the dictionary. There's so much to learn just from looking at the words you use and the roots of them, all of it. Let's say you're having a tough time, right? You're having a tough time getting discipline and making it happen. Well, you need to build momentum. Momentum. Momentum is key. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Momentum is key. You build momentum by taking action. Anything. Break down what you need to do step by step. If you need to go work out, if that's your goal, make the first step. Like if if you're fucking up and you're not doing what you need to do, break it down. Break it down smaller. Your first goal is stand up. And if you stand up, if you get out of bed, Standing up with the intention to go to the gym, check it off. Check it off your list. You did it. You really did it. You did the first step of your goal. And you need to give yourself that reward because you haven't before. And you haven't built that momentum in your life. So you need to start somewhere. If you're having a hard time doing what you need to do, break it down step by step. And give yourself that dopamine boost, that uh, I won moment from small things. And then just build up to it. 
right? A snowball rolling down a hill. Starts small, becomes huge, turns into an avalanche. You can do this, man. So next is a term, ostinato rigor, which is unrelenting, stubborn persistence. That's what you need. That's what I need. Uh, That's what I work to develop within myself, this ostinato rigor. Unrelenting, stubborn persistence. Nothing else matters. Nothing will stand in your way. You You are an unstoppable force and an immovable object. There's a group of kids coming this way. You'll probably hear some sounds. Uh, you know, no disregard to them. Kids are cool. Do what you need to do, kiddos. Next thing, another phrase. This is why you need ostinato rigor. Ready? Every level, another devil. Every level, another devil. The further you get, the more challenges are going to come up. The more complex those challenges are going to be. And many times, the harder they're going to be to deal with at first. You adjust, you get better at it. You're going to be able to handle those things more efficiently. But recognize that more money, more problems, right? The higher you go, the harder the problems are going to be. Making this happen can be tough unless you realize the difference between work and play. If you have to work all day, it's going to be draining. If you get to play all day, it should be energizing. The difference between the two is mindset. How you move forward and what you do about things, how much energy you have, how much you can dedicate yourself is based on your mindset. I can work hard all day and be drained and get the job done. Or I can play and get the same job done, right? Like if, I, if my goal is fitness, I can be in the gyms, you know, sweating hard. And then in my kitchen, just like missing out on all these things. Or I can play with it and go play a sport, throw a frisbee around, play some soccer, slackline. And then in the kitchen, play by coming up with new recipes, trying new recipes. It's in your mindset. It doesn't have to be tough. It's going to be tough. Even when you play, when I play, when I try a new trick on a slackline, it's tough. But it's fun. And I can keep going because I'm having a good time. You already know this, but it's worth saying. Now check this out. When a ship is on autopilot and it hits a wave, it auto-corrects course immediately. When life hits you with a wave and knocks you off course, auto-correct immediately. Don't even think about it. Take care of it now. What happens if they don't? That ship's going to end up in a completely different space. It's not going to reach its destination because at one point, even if it got hit with one wave and only got knocked off course one time, it's not going to make it. And the same thing can happen to you. Your first attempts will include losses. Don't let it stop you. Evaluate where things went wrong. See what you can do correctly next time in the future. Make a plan for what you can do next time. And just correct, just auto-correct. Don't even think about it. Don't, don't even waste energy like, oh, I fucked up, how could... You know, just do it. Just fix it, move forward. Austin Riga. Now, the last things here. Two more points. Three things I want to say, and then one thing I'll close with. So these first three, they are uh, phrases or sayings. The squeaky wheel gets the grease you don't get oil unless you've been working hard you don't get the rewards unless you've worked 
Another one, the hungry don't get fed. Now, that's about arriving to life with a full cup. If you're complaining all the time, I'm broke, I'm broke, I can't do, I don't have these same opportunities, I'm not, man, it might be true, but fuck that. You have opportunities because you're alive. You have the potential because you're human to move forward. And if you really believe that you don't, man, guess what? You are broke, but you're not broken because you don't have the amount of money you think you should have right now. That is so detrimental to think you are broke because you don't got money. Think about that. Again, think about the words you use. Are you really broken because you don't have this paper in your wallet? And yeah, I get it. You need money. You got to provide yourself at the very least things that you need to survive. I get it, man. Just don't get caught up in the wrong mindset. And lastly, from the Bible once more, to he whom hath not he shall lose everything, but to he who hath more shall be given abundantly. Arrive with a full cup. Just appreciate what you got. You, at this point, 2021, you've heard the, you know, the highlights of what it means to have gratitude. Everybody, you know, at this point, everybody knows. Just arrive with a full cup, man. Arrive with a full cup. And the last thing I'll say here to close this all out with working and goals and being so fucking determined is this. You want quality at work and quantity at home. Get good work done and then spend a lot of time at home with your family, with those people you love or with yourself, with the animal, you know, relaxing, decompressing. Let it go. When you're done working, let it go. Quality at work, quantity at home. So boom, 21 minutes in. We definitely have enough time to move on to leadership. I love this. I'm happy to be able to put two of these together in one episode. I didn't want to do, you know, small bits of each and then feel like, ah, why did I make a whole episode on these subjects I've already touched on? Yada, yada, yada. But uh, these are so worthwhile. And these are points that relate to the subject I've talked to talked on, uh, but just expand on it, expound on it. And something I realized when I was reading the Bible (laughs) was uh, we need to hear things multiple times. There's, There's the apostles' books back to back to back. And the chapters talk about Jesus's life in a succession, right? As things move forward. And at first I was like, why? Why do they have all these accounts? If it's the same story, why are they multiplied throughout this book? Why does it keep saying it? And then I realized, oh, it has to keep saying it because it didn't go through my fucking skull the first time. I didn't get the message when I first read it. I didn't understand when I first heard it. And I've heard that it takes the average person more than 12 exposures to something before they adopt it. So you need to see something at least 12 times, the average person on a billboard, before you take action and uh, do that thing or buy that thing. So in the same way, I'm here to pound this into your brain so that you get this. And even for me, you know, I'm relearning these things 
and filling over blanks that I didn't have filled out before, connecting dots to make things easier, to build a structure in my mind. But also, teaching this forces me to have a higher understanding. Eventually, I want to be a teacher of teachers. I want to teach many, many people. And that's what this is all about. Teaching, sharing, because... Look, man, this stuff has changed my life. And if you take it to heart, it'll change yours. I'm not spending my time to study this, take notes, put it all together into this, you know, uh, workable linear thing that I can regurgitate to you for nothing. This is so worthwhile. Take the time, set some goals, figure out what your desires are, plan, and then just make it happen take action start with the smallest things and move forward you've got no excuses and if you do they're your excuses the only person stopping you is you now i want to talk about leadership and then at the very end talk about the 50th law which is one of robert green's books as i said uh, one of my goals for this year and i'm not sure if i'll hit it with all the books but one of my goals for my podcast is to get out episodes including every Robert Greene book so I've read all of what's available I've taken notes on all those books and I want to give you the highlights again I'll say for all of these books especially his read them yourselves if the episode speaks to you go get the book go find the book call half price books and be like hey do you have this no look on Amazon find a cheap copy or you know pay full price these people worked hard to get these things out. I've tried to write stuff, <laughs> and uh, it's tough. It's harder than I thought it would be. But I want to talk about leadership. Leadership is huge uh, in relation to goals alone because you have to lead yourself. You have to lead yourself. Your mind has to lead the body forward. You might be lazy. You might not want to do what you need to do. But your mind has to be the leader and you got to move yourself forward to do that. So here's how I'll start. This is from Tribes by uh, Seth Godin, I believe. (laughs) If you want to be successful, you must become a leader, even if only of yourself. This relates to that first episode I ever did because, again, like I just said, your mind has to lead the body. you've got to be there in that first episode on leadership that i talked about leaders are natural it's a natural thing this the planets follow the sun that central leading point being a leader and having leaders within a group happens organically so to be one you know i feel like i almost don't need to say this but to be one isn't some strange thing like don't even feel ashamed or weird about leading or wanting to lead definitely not a bad thing others want to follow the deciders a lot of people don't want to decide uh, for so many different reasons and if you do that alone will put you in a leadership position just deciding what you want for yourself will get other people to follow you Uh, tribes by seth godin entirely this entirely this he's prompting you to become a leader he wants everybody to be a leader in their own right at the very least of themselves at the very least and i agree i think you should he said that leaders lead when they take positions connect to their tribe and connect the tribe in fact godin says the first thing a leader can focus on is tightening the tribe so he wants you to 
make a bridge between these separate points and then strengthen that bond between those points. This really relates to that next episode that's going to come up and I'm so stoked for it. I already have it all planned out. Uh, Social networks, social dynamics is so key. Tightening that tribe and having that full mm, accessibility of communication between the whole tribe and between the tribe to its leader is huge. Huge. It's everything. Now, you want to be a multiplier. As a leader, you want to multiply the power in others more than just adding it to yourself. Being a good leader is about bringing out the best in other people, not being the best person. It's not all about you. It's about us. It's about we. Now, if you stand up to lead and no one follows, guess what? You've got some real life learning to do. This is your time to ask for feedback and figure out why nobody likes you. (laughs) Why nobody wants to follow in your footsteps. This is some real world shit. If you can't take criticism, man, life's going to be tough. Life's going to be tough. So if you step up to lead, nobody follows. Guess what? First attempts include losses. I consider myself a leader, certainly of myself and definitely of others. And when I first started, even now, man, when I first started, nobody wanted to follow. And, you know, I wasn't exposed to these ideas of uh, just asking why, talking to people, communicating. Um, So I was just like, man, shit. Fuck y'all. Fine. I'm going to go do me. But look, I could have saved myself some heartache and set myself up for uh, quicker success if I would have just figured out why. And so when that happens, just figure it out. Just figure it out. Some jobs of a leader. Simplify. Delegate. Predict. Systematize. I'm not going to go into each of those. Time constraints and then also the nature of the episode. There's so much to say for each of those. I'm really just trying to prompt you and get it into your head that, hey, you can be a leader and you should be a leader. As a leader, you've got the responsibility to decide. But guess what? That equals the freedom to choose. When I was younger and, uh, you know, you hear so often or you experience so often, the girl in your life doesn't know what she wants. What do you want to eat? I don't know. Let's, let's go here. Mm, doesn't sound good. Well, what do you want? I don't know. <laughs> what about this? No, I don't like that. We had that already this week. And it's like, man, that sucks. And when I was a young, young guy, I thought, why does that, why? Why do I have to be the one to decide? Why do we got to get in these little arguments? Why is it that you can't just determine what you want? And then I realized, oh, if it's up to me to decide, then it's for me to choose. If the responsibility of choice falls upon me, then that's also the freedom to choose. Because look, if I have to be the one to decide, then I also get to determine what it is we do. Yes, it's a responsibility, but it's also a privilege to have that ability to decide. In my opinion, the feeling of lack of control that people have creates the majority of sadness in people. So take control, just start deciding. Just start making those decisions. 
Again, we heard about it in the four Ds. Desire, decide, determination, discipline. Decision is so huge. You can sit in indecision. You can have uh, paralysis by analysis, all these things. You'll never move forward because you don't know what to do just because you didn't decide you could have taken any option and most of them would have worked out and if it didn't that's fine because now you know that one doesn't work what's next but if you sit not deciding you're choosing like indecision is a choice right not deciding is a choice to do nothing intentionally or unintentionally when I was road tripping, which previous episode, that's what it was all about. Uh, I'm excited to get the other parts out. A lot of lessons learned there. But when I was road tripping, I felt a great empowerment every time I completed something. Every time. No matter what it was. Like, let's build this thing for the plants. Let's repair this. Let's go, uh, you know, harvest this. Let's go weed this. Let's go uh, organize these things. Whatever I did, I felt good afterwards. And after so many different spots I went to and having done, you know, a multitude of things of different variety, I realized that it doesn't matter what you do. As long as you're doing stuff and completing it, you're building your strength up. You're building your character. Break it down. Like It doesn't matter what you do. If you don't know what to do, just do something. Take action because you're going to build yourself up when you do that it doesn't matter just do stuff do anything just complete tasks and you'll filter what it is you're good at and what you prefer and you'll also have more strength when you get to that point and you find out what those things are because you'll have done stuff before when i built that a-frame house now internally i feel like i can buy a kit and build my own house that's a good feeling. And I didn't have it before until I did it. And guess what? That started with building a frame. And then it turned into, okay, let's put the walls up. Okay, now let's add this. Let's add that. Let's add... All these small things took to build a house. So that's all I'll say on leadership. I'm sure it'll come up again. It's huge. You know that. Goals, huge. We're nearing the end. I think good timing. I want all my episodes to be worthwhile. I don't want to you know, be recursive and come up on the same things over and over, spend like 40 minutes talking about stuff I've already talked about. I want each episode to have an objective of the information I want to convey. And uh, I don't want you to get like turned off just because I'm talking about the same things over and over. And uh, I know I'm, I'm kind of doing that here, but again, like I said, I'm it's so worthwhile to hear even the same things over and over again but these are different points so if you haven't heard the other episode on leadership go check out the other episode because it's different it's the same thing but it's different right like i didn't get into simplifying delegating predicting and systematizing but in that other episode i kind of do there's so many different facets of everything i talk about goals and leadership included and so that's why it's a, uh, important for me to do these uh, sort of repetitive episodes also because I'm constantly learning sometimes I'll put out an episode and then within two three months I learn all these points that relate to it and I'm like oh fuck uh, this is so worthwhile I gotta put this out so you know I don't want to keep rambling on about that you get the point and if you don't then you don't 
50th law. Last thing here. There's really only three points I want to say. Robert Greene's book, between him and 50 Cent, I gifted this book to somebody recently. Robert Greene follows 50 Cent around, kind of shadows him, and just uh, analyzes his workings and sees the mechanisms of his mind and writes out the patterns and things that he sees and how it relates to the information he's come across, right? Curtis Jackson, very interesting story, very great book. And uh, here it is. Relating to that first episode on uh, leadership, I believe, we learned about the root of authority and how its original term was autor, which is author. To be the authority of your life is to be the author of your life. And I learned about that from this book, 50th Law. Again, you got to decide for yourself. You got to set yourself up for success. You have to choose what you are going to do. You're the most important person in your life. It's up to you to take care of you. Who else is going to do that? I'm assuming you're an adult. And if you're not, if you're under 18, I I mean, cheers to you for finding this information and listening to it. Uh, You're going to have a lot of success and I hope you do. Anyways, you got to take control, but check it out. Here's the one true control you have in life. Most of things are out of your control. We set up all these institutions, regulations and systems to make us feel like we're in control. But really, there's only two things that we're in control of our mindset and how we respond. That's it. When I realized that before I had read this book, I, I had come across that info when I was, I think like 18, 17 or 18 changed the game. man. I didn't get caught up in emotions. I didn't get caught up in negative events. Those things happen externally, but how I interpret them is entirely internal. I gifted the four agreements to somebody recently and she read it and she was like, oh, whoa, all the suffering that's in my life is because of me. I'm the judge and the jury on myself. If I make a mistake, nobody else is forcing me to feel a certain way except for me. I'm ultimately the one who decides how I feel about something. And so you don't have to put yourself in hell. You can put yourself in heaven. And that comes from your mindset and how you choose to respond to things. So here it is. Here it is. Decide. Be the author. Write out your future. Break it down into steps. And take action. Lead yourself, connect yourself with like-minded people, and win. You got it. I know you do. I hope you tune in for the next episode. It's going to be fantastic. I love the book. I'll say right away, it is social physics. If you made it to the end, congratulations. As a treat, here is Sea Lettuce. Once again. I said there was a motherfucking verse. And yeah, you heard it here first.